Hey there, witches and warlocks. It's me, Eric Hoofnagel. We're taking our first small break with the podcast because Joel is moving in with his girlfriend and he also might have COVID again. Uh, so shout out to you, Joel. I'm sorry you're... <laughs> I'm so sorry, buddy. <laughs> this is the first episode of a little side project Joel and I have been working on called The Descent, where we are watching... IMDb's 100 Worst Movies, from 100 all the way to 1. Starting with number 100, Stan Helsing. This is part one of a two-parter, because there was just so much to say, so much to talk about, and uh, Joel and I just went to Yappertown. Uh, So please enjoy this first part of our new uh, experiment Reach out and let us know what you think. Um, anyways, please enjoy part one of The Descent. Stan Helsing. Do you know, you know who that was? That was that, was that doll, doll that we were driving next to that showed me his ass. Stan, I know it would have been a stressful night, but there was no doll. And there definitely will go home. Show you a Come at it. <laughs> All right, shall we do this? Yes. Uh, I, I want to say witches and warlocks, no, which is a no. seasonally appropriate, but no. No, no, no. It's just you and me, Joel, as we yes. as we strap on our helmets, turn on our lights, throw a rope down, <laughs> and begin our <laughs> inaugural episode of The Descent. With our first ever episode. Do you want to explain the, the theory behind this, this podcast? Yes, this is a testament to the human spirit, a a trial <laughs> of what we can accomplish and stand as human beings as we, yeah. movie by movie, make it from number 100 on the IMDb's bottom 100 rated movies of all time to all the, the very to worst rated. To, 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 oh. to to ground level to the final final layer of hell and and yeah. I have not looked at this list purposefully um that's so, right uh, and, and and to be honest we're, we're probably going to do this about once a month <laughs> it's going to take us yeah. forever um so, 100 months that's like 5 years it's fine yeah. so we have uh we Joel you've taken a sh- screenshot of the list it is I have. a time capsule of a list because this list is surely going to change um, as, as you know, SAG has gone on, the SAG mm-hmm. strikes have gone on, and AI starts taking over. We're going to see either movies get better, which I don't believe, um, no. but more <laughs> likely we're going to see a either. lot more movies be worse. And so this list is going to change, but as of now, 20... 2023 this is a time capsule as we this was locked in in september of 2023 and i'm so glad i did because i do believe 
that Stan Helsing may have been bumped off. <laughs> that is as as of that recording. Is incredible. Well, that's uh, that's our first movie uh, <laughs> that we are discussing. Number one hundred, Stan Helsing from two thousand nine. <laughs> You guys hear that? <laughs> One of the guys who brought you Scary Movie. We are the brides of Dracula. Uh, I hope he's out of town on business. <laughs> comes the scariest. His scent leads to this store. <laughs> Chop you and your friends into pieces. Funny. Can you say? Get slapped. Run! Sexiest. <laughs> Man, this whole town is dead. Maybe this is like the sixth sense, and we're the ones who are really dead. Huh? Let's get him! Stan Helsing. Stan! Stan, are you okay? Are you wearing any underwear? Uh, and Eric, you mentioned AI and the quality of writing. <laughs> and did you get but, you know, before we really get into it, just like initial vibes, this this did feel to me like a an AI was given the task of making a Mel Brooks movie that was also mixed with uh, yeah, some some like, like horrible bro comedy for for yeah for like twelve year old boys yeah because yeah, like the jokes are very similar to when I was playing with AI trying to get it to tell <laughs> dirty jokes. <clears throat> and it wouldn't do it, but, like, I could trick it into doing something close to that. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're so bad and, like, formulaic in, like, a shitty, like, like a perverted dad wrote this. Like, just a sad, drunk dad. Well, yeah, and that father, the father of this movie, the man <laughs> who birthed it from his mind womb, is, of course, Bazinga. <laughs> Bozanga. <laughs> Holy I, shit. When I saw that name pop up, I was like, is this for real? Is yeah. this is this no, like, a, like a, an an Alan Smithy thing? I, I no, immediately got no. so excited for for doing this podcast when I started diving in <laughs> on Bozanga. So so Bozanga uh, is is best known for being a producer, I believe, an executive producer on Scary Movie. Which oh, and yes, which was a smash hit. It actually. Besides starting this entire fucking stupid ass genre of pretenders, it was uh -huh. a pretty good movie. It's got, it's got some funny bits. Oh, get away from me, you bum! Buffy, can't you see he's just hungry? Here you go, sir. A nice sandwich for you. See? I said a dollar, bitch. Ow! Yeah. It was kind of original for like a, uh, uh, you know, a satirical, stupid movie. It, it was carrying on the the band the the baton of movies that were much better, like Airplane. Oh, sure. But yeah. essentially, I mean, there the, the spoof genre goes back for a long time. I mean, we've got The Naked Gun is just a spoof of cop movies. Airplane is 
very close to a shot for shot remake of a movie from the 1950s that just has jokes in it. You know, like this, it, it, the fact that scary movie kind of revitalized that and decided to specifically go with come and fart as its main thrust of comedy, come fart and boobs was what the two thousands brought to that genre. Yeah, well, your 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 remembrance of it is not wrong, um, but it may <laughs> slightly be flavored by how much this movie was based on cum fart and boobs. Um, but we will get into that. Um, yes. So so first, I'd like to lead off yeah. by reading to you the back of the DVD box. <laughs> uh, I am I am. Reading the extra goodies, by the way, and goddamn, am I going to have to watch this the third time to get the audio commentary with writer and producer and director Bo Zanga oh. and Keenan Thompson and oh. Desi Ledick? No. Wait, who did Desi oh. play? Uh, the the larger breasted one. The one that oh, was the, not the, not the dumb funny. slut. Yeah, the, the, the mean, 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 mean yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah, the mean racist. <laughs> Debbie Ledig, big boob, mean oh, racist. God, yes. Horrible. So uh, from Bo- <laughs> from Bazinka, mm-hmm. the executive producer of Scary Movie, and very importantly for this discussion, and the writer and executive producer of Soul Plane, it's Halloween night. And video clerk Stan Helsing, Steve Howie of Reba, along with his insanely sexy ex-girlfriend, <sighs> Terry... I can't read the name. It's all like washed out. Diora Bar Beard of Wedding Crashers and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. His best buddy, Keenan Thompson, and an exotic dancer slash massage therapist, Desi Ledick. Wait, no, Detour. Desi Ledick. I know, I got him. I got, got him mixed, mixed up. up I get mixed up. God damn it. Desi Ledick is at least a somewhat comedic actor compared to got- the other woman. Yes, Diora Bar, the woman who plays yeah. Nadine. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, I or, already my first, you know, my first contraction, contraction, retraction. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, pushing pushing out this movie is going to require a lot of contractions. <laughs> my first contraction of this podcast is officially it is Diora Bard Baird who played racist big boob, not funny. Yes, so. Those people detour detour into a town cursed by parodies of six of the biggest monsters in movie history. Freddy, Jason, Pinhead, Leatherface, Chucky, and Michael Myers. But when Stan discovers he's a direct descendant of the legendary monster hunter Van Helsing, the four have to survive a night with monsters, homicidal hitchhikers, vampires, strippers, killer karaoke, and the temptations of lots of hot chicks. Did we mention that Leslie Nielsen of Air Airplane and The Naked Gun co-stars in this hysterical horror spoof written and directed by one of the guys who brought you scary movie question mark. Now take this movie to the front of the store and pay the man. God, Jesus Christ. Well, I'll I'll tell you what, that's that's uh, maybe that's better than what was written for the synopsis on IMDb, which was God. This is, I don't know what lazy ass wrote this. Um, A spoof on many horror movie series. 
ending his shift <laughs> at the video rental, stands picked up by his BFF and two cute girls, all going to a <laughs> Halloween party. Will they get there? Question That's mark. That's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that feels like somebody was paid like five cents a word to oh. try and crack that mm. out. Or, or it was a passion project like Wikipedia. <laughs> There, it was listen. probably written by one of the one of the uh, reviews I'm going to read to you. Oh yes, uh, I will. How about this? You go. Um, I'm going to read my first review really quick. Okay. Because it is this is a one star review I found on Rotten Tomatoes, which does really bring a lot of questions to my mind. One star. My favorite film genre is getting worse and worse. Dot dot dot. This is your favorite film genre. This? <laughs> uh, may, oh yeah, dude. Well, fucking uh the the his favorite genre is the genre spoof. Yeah. Which is it's that is the lowest hanging fruit as far as mm-hmm. like cinema goes. Yeah. Is and is it specifically just spoof movies or is it spoof movies that have lots of just very breast-based humor? <laughs> I would say that there's about 30% of the jokes are boobs in the script for this. But anyways, you share your other review. Share another review. Wait, is that, that was the review? That was one review I found. Oh. That was it. Oh, here, 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 in response to your one star, here's someone who gave it five stars. Okay. Stan Helsing gets an A. Mm. This movie is very funny. Mia is hilarious as the ditzy blonde, and her lines will make you laugh a lot. It is exactly as it describes itself, a parody, and this is one of the better ones. I recommend this to anyone who likes parodies, and if you don't laugh at this, then you are seriously lacking in the humor department. Wait, no, not five stars. Four stars! (laughs) I've watched this movie several times, and laugh at each viewing. It's not for those who are seeking intelligent humor. It's geared to those who just like cheap cheap laughs. The girls are definitely hot, and Mia changes costumes several times. Each one will make any guy's libido stand at attention. After watching this on cable, I purchased cable, the DVD wow. and look forward to laughing again and again. My compliments to the chef who cooked up this winner. Wow. Wow. High praise. Yeah. Yeah. Hot chicks and people dying in cool ways. <clears throat> uh, I've got I've got one. Okay. This is a five star. Despite what a lot of people say about it, I still still I still really enjoyed Brackets I Van Helsing Brackets forward slash I. It is such a fun movie that I don't honestly understand the hatred. Despite that, I know that a lot of people didn't like Brackets I Stan Helsing Brackets forward slash I. <laughs> Just like you'd assume from the title, it is a parrot a parody of Brackets I Van Helsing I. But the title and lead character, in terms of plot, and the majority of the situations, the two are nothing alike. In brackets, I, Stan Helsing, brackets, there is a character of that name who works at a local video store. He has to deal first with a giant cockroach. 
That's and then it goes on. This obviously written by an AI or some kind of <laughs> script program. Yeah. Which is or Bazinga. But it's funny because it goes on to uh <laughs> it goes on to say it, I really like it, but it ends up being a terrible movie with barely more than ta- tangential connection to the source material. I feel defeated by the time brackets I Stan Helsing I ended. And if that's how I feel after sitting through a comedy, you know, it wasn't a good one. Remember, this is a five star review that Whoa, this robot was feel, trying to write. I feel like this guy started writing his review about five minutes into the movie and he's like dude this is actually kind of fun I'm into this well I don't know who would be into it five minutes in but he started writing he was like he came off of drugs halfway through and then was like continued his review at the end of the movie and was like I am defeated I am a sad soulless man I am I'm not high anymore my my wife has left me just let it go away and I'll keep hoping for a true parody or at least something that's fun to watch has a decent enough story or is in any way possible way enjoyable because brackets. I Stan Helsing. I certainly wasn't any of those things. I just imagine that he's like chuckling through the first five minutes and we do a time lapse of, of this person just illuminated by the television as they go like deeper and deeper into a frown and hello darkness. My old friend starts playing. And he like reaches over to, to open another beer and there's none left. And he goes, Oh no. Oh no. And he just looks at the TV and he's like, Oh shit. And he looks at the timeline and there's half a movie left Jesus oh. Christ oh by the way this mm. was uh Leslie Nielsen's second to last movie he ever made yeah 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 ending right, with right. with another genre piece of shit movie called Spanish movie that was yeah, the that's... last movie he was in was Spanish movie which I imagine might be on this list <laughs> I would not be surprised yeah um, I don't know what happened to Leslie Nielsen. Like, if this was a financial thing, if this was... Probably like, putting a I daughter feel... through college or something. <laughs> He's like, all right, well, all I have to do is, like, put on a dress and, like... <laughs> and show up and be Leslie Nielsen. Some, yeah, and just do some lines just as me. <laughs> and, I, you know, I watched the behind the scenes. He has one shtick he's been doing for the last, like, 15 years of his life where he brings a little fart thing with him during interviews and pretends to fart and you know god bless him for doing it yeah i do have i have one more review to to read really quick okay this is a four star it's very short uh this was from 2010 so the year after release Talk about Chucky and blowjobs. Wow. Great movie. How the incorporate the dancing and effed up killers for goodness sack. My name's not Van Helsing. Hey, that's not my name. Hey, hey, that's not my name. That's not my name. Did you get the song reference? Bam! Exclamation mark. That's it. Four stars. Holy shit. We are we are delving into an undercurrent of culture, and that's kind of what the I thought would happen to this podcast, <laughs> where we are we are touching on things oh. far outside the normal garbage, right, right? That we are we are accustomed. Yeah, and like and to be clear, like you and I have loved bad movies 
since we started hanging out. Like, oh, yeah. just like teenage boys getting high and watching bad movies was our thing. Beyond beyond just Ghost Adventures, we loved bad cinema. We 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 worked <laughs> on bad films. We loved bad films, and we wanted to make bad films one day. Oh yeah, <clears throat> oh yeah. And look at us. I now. had I mid thirties. I had a desire <laughs> to the 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 desire to move to like a small town and adopt a vaguely European affectation. With a small amount of money and like a camera and just get local theater guild people together and rush them through the worst production I could possibly conjure so you, you, and then you, you slip DVDs in the goodwill. You thought of goodwill. waiting for Guffman as like an inspirational story. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I'm still not convinced that Tommy Wiseau is not doing a Andy Kaufman level. Like he's, he's going to show up one day. He's going to be like clean cut and normal and no. not greasy. His skin's going to be right. Nope. No, he is so real, man. I met him. He is real. That man is, <laughs> he's honest. It's the last honest man in Hollywood. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah, can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be $18. Here you go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, you know, I do think that we need to talk about another man in Hollywood, which is Bazinga. Yes. The, the director and writer of this movie. Um, I did find it interesting that he co-wrote Soul Plane. Yeah. Which was a movie that I had uh, some feelings about when it came out. Because I was like, is this movie racist? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. This feels like it was almost written by a white person to incense people against the black community. Oh, and man. wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Bozinga... Buzzinga wrote Soul Plane, and I do I do feel vindicated in my opinion of that movie because Spike Lee called it minstrel show chicanery. Oh my god! Some shit like that. Oh my god! (laughs) Amazing, amazing. (laughs) I mean, I will say, like within the first five minutes of this movie, you we have a scene with the uh, only black people in the movie. Um, and other it, than Keenan, <laughs> other than Keenan, um, that feels so much like something a, a director would put in. Who's like, who's like, yeah, man, I got black friends. Like, yeah, I love the black no. community. They're cool as shit. And it's like, Oh, this Blair Witch Project is some scary shit. Oh no, someone rearranging rocks again. See, see, this is why black people don't go camping. Why does that bitch gotta keep shining that light up her dripping nose? Run, bitch, run! Mm. Oh, no, oh, you, 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 uh, you fetishize a community and you have no black yeah. friends. <laughs> you fetishize a community and you really find them funny in a very not okay way. Uh, which is sad because, you know, Bo Bozenga, 
Mr. Sheldon himself, uh, he does have something to his credit that I do love. Yeah. Uh, he played an alien on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. No way. He was he was all fucking makeup up. Uh, he was some alien that was mad about some shit in like some throwaway episode of fucking Deep Space Nine. Dude. And I kind of love that. I, I also love one thing I love about Bazanga is that he <laughs> definitely wrote his own facts on IMDb. <laughs> oh my God. Which yeah. Is very, very long. But one of my favorite parts is just such a self suck uh, where he says, such distinguished talent as Steven Spielberg. Tom Cruise, Will Smith, Johnny Depp, Nicolas Cage, Ron Howard, and other major talent have attached themselves to his projects. Which, looking at his projects... <laughs> yeah, he's known known for producer, scary movie, producer, yeah. Teristas, writer, Soul Plane, writer, Stan Helsing... <laughs> Yeah, where where's uh where's Johnny there, Bazinga? Where's 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 all Spielberg, huh? Really, really oh, attach themselves to your fuck. Uh, maybe so maybe he has a real name. Maybe he has a real name like Steve Johnson mm. because he is he is again from his blurb some some finance bro who went to school for and like worked on wall street for a while and then yeah. made a bunch of money and then moved out to Hollywood to be like, I know. And this is a thing. This is, I'm going to get on my high horse really quick, Eric. Yeah. I'm mounting my horse. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst things that have happened to art. And I think most people are vaguely aware of this <laughs> is that business people are making it. <laughs> Yeah, no, Bazenga. What it? What, yeah, Bazenga. Kind of like if you met him, I imagine he'd be so much like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, the the Republican candidate. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> you yeah. You know that like that like clearly like tech, techie like uh, lots of money, just pile of shit. Who just knows how mm -hmm. to like talk like quick and make you know like the guy who did Firefest, you know just a yeah. fucking a grifter. Well, he said his his claim to fame apparently is that he is an expert pitcher. Mm. So that's he that's exactly he is what I'm good. talking about, man. Yeah, not an expert writer, not an expert comedian by any means. Certainly not an expert director. Uh, but hey. He can pitch real good. This like and every monster in this movie sounds like someone pitching something like on far too much cocaine. You know, where they're like, I'm I can make I can make all these monsters funny. What if what if yeah, Pinhead listen. it was all like different kinds of pokey things in his head? Yeah. He just goes, oh, here's the pitch, all right? So uh, yeah, it's Scooby-Doo, except for there's tits and there's monsters. I made a scary movie. We got we got Freddy. We got Freddy Krueger, except he's got lipstick on his fingers. We got Yamaka Michael Myers. We've got Pinhead. You, Guess you, what? You, Darts and of spikes. Cannot, mm. You cannot drag Scooby-Doo like that, Joel, because Scooby-Doo makes way more sense than this Eric, movie. I did, did you not feel the undercurrent of the dew in this movie? 
Like there is a there is a point, and we will get to it when we're in the plot. There is a point where this turns into Scooby Doo. Yes, that is what they're. they're no, it turns goal, into that is what Benny Bazing- Hill is what it turns into. <laughs> well, this is this sh- is what Benny Hill would have made if he had survived that long and like been given enough amphetamines to like stay awake and write a script <laughs> in his like final hours of life. And they're like, yeah, man, like, here's 10 million. Like, just make a fucking, make a spoof, a genre spoof. Go, Benny. Go. You get to see Nips once. You'll you'll get to put Nips in there once, Benny. Just do it. Yeah, we get to see some Nips and we can almost see some lip. I mean, my God. (laughs) So should we get into this? I think that right now it is is time for the review and recap. And I kind of, I want to start Eric Hoofnagel. Uh, this is an auspicious beginning for us for a number of reasons. One, because of the general quality of this movie is is quite abhorrent. It is it is a pox on society, I would say. Mm. Uh, that being said, I'm looking at my notes here, and I got a total of eleven good laughs out of this movie. Yeah, there <laughs> there are some times where some gags just work. Um, but I'd say that's funny. You have 11. I have about four. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew that the, like I was, I was watching some of these scenes and I would, I noted when I cracked, like, and I'm talking not like, huh, I'm talking got noise out of me sustained, like a, ch- a good chuckle. Wow, My belly was a jiggling. A full guffaw, eleven times. Damn, dude! In this 11, this movie, eleven times. All right, well, um, and there, there's a feeling that I have that I'm I'm getting this kind of split brain moment, right? This movie kind of makes me feel like I'm kind of going insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I because, felt <laughs> but there there's. There's an undercurrent to this, and we'll get to this at the end a little bit. There's an undercurrent to this that feels almost as like Freddy got fingered, how how that's having a renaissance of, oh, Tom Green was doing more than you thought with the insanity of that script when you really look at it. Mm. Another movie There's, I've never seen. There is some stuff that Bo- Mr. Bazinga is, is doing here. Mm where it feels almost brilliant but i i know intellectually that it is not and it's completely accidental but it makes me kind of love the movie mm. there's so many little things <laughs> that i'm seeing pulling cuz i i watched this worried. three times i am desperately worried about you right now that, that you said that that is that is not what I expected, and now I'm scared of doing this project. I'm I'm worried because Eric of the two of us, I am the 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 cultural wild card. I would say I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I oh, I I don't know. <laughs> I like some really weird, stupid shit, but like this was I. Well, here I'm gonna I'm I gonna mean, do what I do, Eric. Yeah. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you into my side. I'm gonna show you. Yeah. Are you gonna be a pitch master wh- just like Bazanga? I I bought 
Bazinga's uh, So You Want to Pitch Hard, his novel <laughs> about pitching. Yeah, and he's holding and I'm the going baseball to... bat where his dick is. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. holding the, a baseball bat where his dick is, and it's all about coming inside and impregnating the mind of executives. (laughs) It's about spitting in the ear and sliding your ideas in without somebody (laughs) even knowing it's happening. It's about saying as many bits and things as you can in the limited amount of time you have on God green, God's green earth That's right. until somebody reacts positively. Because, Because if somebody is allowed to take even one breath during this movie, they might realize it's a piece of shit. So don't let them even blink or breathe. Just keep the bits coming. They don't have to be good. Just keep them coming. Yeah, just keep it going. And this movie, Mel Brooks has said that that's part of his comedy ethos. Oh, don't, don't. Just don't just keep doing breathe. bits. Just well, just keep doing bits because oh. as long as you're doing more, if one falls flat, you got another one in the chamber. Right. It's just and like they're gonna Trump forget the bad lying. bit. It's just like I know Trump and scandals because if you keep the scandals going, no one has time to catch up on the scandals because there's new scandals. That's what this movie feels like. Yeah, that in it starts off right away. First of all. Uh, my first laugh does come right away, actually, in the movie. Um, the the running gag of him answering the, the phone and saying, yeah, we got porn, <laughs> did really get me. <laughs> it really got me. Schlockbuster, happy Halloween. Yeah, 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 we carry porn. What do I recommend? Schindler's Fist. How Stella got her tube packed. Six degrees of penetration. It's a good one. Glad he ate her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome, Grandma. Eric, how how many seasons of Ghost Adventures have we recorded together? You know that's my shit. You know that's... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's exactly... Yeah. I was here for the porn puns. Oh, all right? my God. So no, Haley Joel Osment is not in that one. I lo- there that was that, oh, that's end of the movie. Joel, stop. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, before yeah. it even fucking gets going, they make sure to flash up on the screen a parody, mm-hmm. which was thank you. Interesting. I needed that. That was a very I... interesting choice because yeah. It wasn't funny. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was like defensive. Yeah, yeah. This is a parody, or, or it could be setting up my theory mm. that Mr. Bazinga is trying for something bigger than what this movie appears to be. But we'll get into that. Right. So, start us off, Joel. Start us off in the beginning scene. (laughs) Go for it. Well, the first five minutes of this movie are an absolute mind blinder. Like, you talk about not giving people room to breathe. Uh, the, The pace of going from, yeah, we got porn, to a old 
chubby woman gripping the sides of a bathroom stall and squirting out the most horrific misophonia triggering <laughs> diarrhea sound effects while staring in the camera yeah, saying yeah. too much peanut juice I there's a part of me that thinks that Mr. Bazinga wanted to make a spoof movie about spoof movies because there's so many non jokes that are so bad. And they are so like oh. loose and so like this is a dry. Genre, this is a genre spoof of the genre spoofs. There, there are subtle things in this where I feel like maybe in the original con- conceit, because by this came out, there were a thousand of these fucking movies. Right, spawned That's by true. scary movies. That's true. This is definitely like near the end of the whole, uh, whole, whole uh, fad. There's a cockroach in the ladies' room. It's your turn to kill it. Dude, come on. You know my motto. There's always someone better for the job. So, so Stan is told to go into the bathroom and deal with a bug problem or whatever. So he's like, he's randomly packing heat. He's got like two six shooters on his sides for, for, because he's cool. He's a cool dude. And he goes into the women's bathroom and just starts opening doors, opening stalls. And the first stall he opens is a a porn version of a cop and a porn version of a beer maid making Mm. out. (laughs) Who and they barely react. And then one of them goes. Oh my god, you scared us so bad. We would have let you join. Ah. And they walk out. And and he and does like funny, like funny faces where he's like, Whoa. I cock blocked myself. Got a bit of a boner. Woo. It's it's so insane. But, then he kicks but over Eric. What? Eric. This starts another one of my little subtle things I noticed about this movie, which was a really funny joke to me. What? No one kisses right in this movie. Everyone is horrible at kissing to a point where I feel like it's got to be a bit. It Well, like, it might be, but it might also be that Bo only hired B-level porn stars for like all the extras. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't but know. But those it people should be, be able to sell a kiss. For five seconds, I, well, like okay. it, it, this. This is a thing that goes through. Even you know, sure, maybe they're uncomfortable kissing each other because they're they're being like, oh, buzzing is like, you're two girls, you're hot, we're gonna make you kiss. Well, and they're like, eh, well, I don't like, like that. Like the way the kisses are done in this is the way that dudes eat pussy in porn, which is like, <laughs> it's just like it's too much so that you can. It's it's meant so that you can see as much as you, as possible instead of like actually doing it well it's, it's <laughs> but sometimes the, it's just like spectacle. it's just people just putting their like but no but sometimes it's it's literally just people with their lips pursed just kind of like pressing their faces into each other just going mm, mm, 
Mute. Yeah, well, Mute. maybe these people didn't know what they were doing until they made it to set. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe everyone yeah. was so uncomfortable, which I can completely imagine with Bazinga behind the fucking camera. <laughs> just yelling. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I, I don't know. A lot of the behind-the-scenes footage makes it seem kind of like a fun set, but it's also like that's what they choose to show the public, so you never really know. Like... It's the the actresses seem to have fun things to say. They seem <laughs> like they were having fun. Who uh, knows? No, no. But really, so, this the, no. the 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 crown in this scene's the the jewel in this scene's crown is of course the peanut juice. Peanut woman. juice, yes. Ex- so he 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 kicks in the door, uh, and there is an old woman squirting on the toilet. <laughs> And says, I've had too much bean juice. And I will admit, okay, I imagine this is one of your 11 big laughs. I I did not laugh, but I did smile. I cracked Uh, a smile at this one. This was her saying the bean juice thing almost got me, but the hyper-elevated, sloppy sounds of her exploding in the toilet were so off-putting that it made... I, I had surround sound. I was in my bed theater room, <laughs> and I I was just like... My cat was... I was like bed eating an ice cream room. cone. I love that they you were just, a bed theater room. Oh, hell yeah. I put, I put a projector above my bed because it's just a white wall on the far side. Oh, so I just, God, I just hobble in there. That's me when I was 19, Joel. I know. Where do you think I got the idea from, brilliant, baby? Brilliant, brilliant. Oh. Um, I, I had to say this, like at this point, I realized what this movie reminds me of Mm -hmm. and it's the game postal. Oh yeah. Do you remember how the game postal (laughs) was all about just like gratuitous, like dumb shit humor and just like, yeah, like just bad acting and everyone's dumb and like the and in that game it's like meant to make you angry so that you're like yeah. you're like fuck the fuck this shit i'm going to shoot everybody that's the whole point of that stupid game but yeah. but that mindset that like that fucking somebody who is old and appeals to 12-year-old boys has something terribly wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, and that's... Like fucking that's Andrew exact- Tate. Or, or, oh, or no. Sneeko or some shit. You know, like, this is... It, there's something wrong with you if your main audience is, like, ma- like fucking misogynistic 12-year-old boys. Oh, 100%. I mean, this is... The treatment... Of of women in this, the way women are written, oh, is uh, it is unreal, mm, unreal. It is. <laughs> and you know, it keeps going yeah. this 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 insanity because really, where this scene ends, where the the introduction to this movie ends with a a a giant cockroach, giant cockroach. Cockroach! Sorry, uh, dude, I, uh, thought this was available, but it's okay. 
I don't actually need it because I just pissed myself. You look tense. Uh, you need a magazine? Toilet paper? I didn't get you a magazine. Yeah. Cock, space, 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 bazinga, roach. Yep. Jizzing on stand, which sets up another one of my favorite little subtle things that happens is his consistent need to smell his fingers. But anyways. Um, yeah, he does that a lot. Th- he does that a lot in this. <laughs> he smells everything. He sniffs yeah. everything in this movie. And I, I don't feel like this was written per se like on on paper or on 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 a, a program a script this was this is there was no script i feel like bazinga was just like all right you're gonna see a big cockroach it's gonna squirt jizz on you go and they're like hey, cockroach that's funny print it <clears throat> i mean or, i think it was written i think it was in the <laughs> script he he put cock in all caps yeah, and dot, dot, yeah, dot. Yeah, like puts in brackets, like takes a pause. You know, <laughs> I imagine this Roach. was some auteur level bad humor. Um, <laughs> so Stan kills the cockroach. He comes out of the bathroom covered in maxi pads, which is supposed to be uh, like a, a, a funny, like sexist joke. But actually, fucking props to uh, Schlockbuster. For having feminine, yeah. <laughs> feminine fucking hygiene products in their bathrooms, like big. I know. Wit- <laughs> well, you know, little little gay Nazi riding crop boy was is a big ally and wants to make sure that the women who go there are taken care of at this porn and video establishment. Um, also, the the end of the scene really wants. It, it makes me need to ask a question mm. that I think is very pertinent for this movie. Uh, we, cause we, screenwriting one one you're trying to establish the rules of the universe. So we, as an audience could suspend our disbelief to live in that universe. Like you're supposed to get us on board, right? Yeah. That's what they did so, with the fucking, uh, the ring movie drop off. That was the tone setter right there, where it's like but a pile of bodies, and it's like, oh, this is a cartoon. Well, that's the thing. This fo- Oh, wow. That is astute. This does feel like a, a, a live-action cartoon, because... A, a million we percent. Ha- especially as we get near the end of this film. It oh, is my God. cartoon logic all the way through. Your brain. Beautiful. I didn't even think about that. Yes, because I'm sitting here being like, okay, so he's handed a giant novelty bug swatter, and then we see a bug, and you think, that's very stupid. And then you see the giant bug in the toilet, and you're like, that's the joke. But is this normal? Right. Because a bunch of stuff happens in this universe where – because there's – again, another reason why this is either just poorly written by Mr. Bazinga – or this is a spoof on spoof movies. There is nothing about this universe that makes sense within the context of the movie itself. And there are no setups. There are (laughs) no setups for why things are happening. They don't even set up Stan Helsing. And other than the fact that his name is Stan Van Helsing. 
Yep. Like there's 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 nothing there. No, no, no. And, and there continues to be nothing. So like there's supposed to be this the sort of inciting incident is that he's handed this bag of of or he has this bag of DVDs that he has to return. And that's sort of the whole inciting incident of this whole stupid ass movie. So he he leaves work he meets up with his BFF, Keenan Thompson, who's the, the token black dude who uh, is forced to be very unfunny in this movie. Well, I feel like Keenan Thompson showed up to just be himself because I don't I don't know Bazinga's pull. But at this point, Keenan had been a main player on Saturday Night Live for about five plus years in 2009 so, yeah Damn, he had feels, started in wow. 2003 he's been on saturday Holy Live for a long shit. time Shit, 2003 yeah damn dude i that's so funny that like to me keenan thompson still feels like a a, a fresh face on snl <laughs> yeah no not he's at all fucking, 2003 he's forever he's been there for yeah 20 years He's been he was he started on years. SNL before we graduated high school. Holy shit, man. Wow. That's hey, big ups to him. That's crazy. That's awesome. He goes he went from like Good Burger to SNL. Hey, Good Burger is a fucking classic. You yes. That's what I'm saying. It got him to the no. big time and then he just didn't it have did. to do anything again. Except for he did this in 2009. And I feel like but Mr. Bazinga came up to him and was like, listen, Keenan, we're going to the, the we have no money for this movie. We're going to shoot it over about two to three days. You put on a Superman outfit. You get to wear you just going to scoot around set you, you, in your little socks. You're going to get to touch boobs and girls are going to put their boobs yeah. in your face and they're going to give you lap dances. And you get to like just yeah. kind of do that face you do. But like at the camera and just kind of go and like. You know, it's just... Yeah. There's very little effort from you. You both women who are the main characters, both main female leads, are going to interact with their breasts and vaginas with you in some way. Right. And the one with the largest breasts, you will get to squeeze for a very long time. Are you in? Stan, this is my date, Mia. Well, hello, Mia. Hi. Why did you come dressed as a cowboy? What? I told you I was going to come as an Indian. Now people are going to think that we're together. Well, I, I think the correct term is Native American. And you look like Brett Michaels. Oh, yeah? Not a good look. Hey! That, and that's, again, God, why are these people hanging out? Like, I understand that Kenan Thompson and who, I only, I have no idea what his name Teddy. is. So, Teddy, Teddy. and Stan are buddies because they share a love of boobs and, and milfs bro milfs that's, milfs that's basically it like they love they, like the only scenes where they show any like like brotherly friendship is when they're like objectifying a woman in like a fantasy yeah scene. so so they're all in this car driving to a <laughs> halloween party that's the whole idea yes. is that they're going to a the Halloween most party. lit Halloween oh, party it's be of so the year. Fucking oh. sick! Everyone's going to be so stoked on on Nadine's racist costume, and yeah, uh, and like, so they start they start heading out, but 
Stan ruins everything because he has these videotapes he has to return. Yeah, which, otherwise he'll be fired, which is the only plot point that is in the movie. That's what I'm saying. That's the inciting incident of this movie is that he needs to yeah. return some movie videotapes, which, hey, look, there are other movies that have gotten away with this sort of thing. Like, dude, where's my car? For instance, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. There you go. Like, like uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. There's plenty of movies where a very <laughs> simple prompt becomes a crazy yeah. adventure, and it and it works. In this, it does not work. It is pathetic. No, it, so, it really is. <laughs> and and part of it is because they establish nothing about the universe because as they're going on this road trip, as Keenan Thompson plays into a little bit of a stereotype of a black man needing to get his money, that's the only yes. reason he decides to turn the fucking car yeah, around. Yeah, and he also is the only one who like who calls out uh Nadine's racist costume, but like <laughs> misses the point entirely. Where he's like, yeah. actually, they're yeah. called Native Americans. <laughs> and inst instead, instead of being like, actually, that's a really bad costume. <laughs> you which shouldn't kind be of, wearing that. Which is kind of a funny joke it, when you really think about it. It's kind of listen, a funny joke. Listen, there, there are multiple <laughs> points. There's a point coming up later that okay. I, I that I was like... Either they missed an opportunity to make a joke, or that is the whole point. Yeah. So and that, very, this. Yeah, there's multiple points like that where, like, they set oh, up a possible really funny joke, and then they don't do it, and you're like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. What's happening here? Like, oh, like, wait a minute! What's happening here should be the name of the movie because that is my reaction <laughs> yes. half the fucking wait, time. Wait a minute! What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, Mia, mm -hmm. what do you do? Well, I used to be an exotic dancer, but now I'm a massage therapist. Oh, isn't that like the same thing? <laughs> no, one you dance naked, and the other you whack people off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, these are these are definitely like Andrew Tate's version of what femininity should be. Oh yeah. Is just dumb, empty just and constantly all, horny. Just bodies, hot hot bodies, dumb no brains. Yeah. So Stan convinces them to turn the car around so he can drop off the tapes before the party. Um mm. And that's when we get our first flash to uh, the monsters who are hunting Stan. Again, for what reason? None. None. Zero. Not established. No, it doesn't need to be. Like, this is not a movie made for people who think. So, <laughs> I so know. it's just, it's just, it's, it's so baseline. It's just so right in your face. Makes no sense. So first we see, um, fucking this movie's version of Pinhead, which is, uh, a pinhead, but he has like everything else in his head. It's just like a, a dart and like tacks <laughs> and like yeah. needles and like it, you know, I get the really the 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 first the first draft. Every one of these monsters, except for one, is kind of like the first draft 
of what you would do for a spoof of that monster. Yeah, and then they stopped at first draft. Yeah, so I'm saying Pinhead. Like, he's got he's got wacky stuff in his head. Master, Freddy Krueger. Uh, so so Mike My- Jewish. What if Mike Myers was Jewish? That's the but joke. That's- that's a non-joke. There's no setup no. and there's no payoff. There's he just has a yarmulke. That's literally it. They they couldn't think of a way to to spoof Mike Myers. So instead, <laughs> so they, they just gave him a yarmulke and now all of a sudden it's a joke. It's so bad. And then Freddy Krueger <laughs> is just Freddy Krueger dressed as Flavor Flav. That's yeah, it. with weird shit on his hand. He's got lipstick on one of his, his little blady things. Yeah, like, he has that's like basically a, a it. lipstick and a toothbrush, and like yeah. the others are, are knives. It's just so fucking stupid. His scent leads to this store. But remember, I get the first taste of his raw flesh. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, though, like this, this pinhead is a dead ringer. For uh, the 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 first guy who ever replaced uh, Doug Bradley in the mm-hmm. Hellraiser series, oh, that is that is a dive I want to go down because oh, I've only seen Hellraiser one and two. Oh, it's so fun, dude! I want to do that with <laughs> you. Though. Oh fuck, I want to do that with you so bad. But there's this one where where once Doug Bradley leaves the series. That's when yeah. it takes an absolute insane quick dive, which with a movie <laughs> called Hellraiser Revelations, and the Hellraiser they chose has he must have some sort of like allergic reaction to the makeup because he has a small no. body but a bloated face. Like oh, big no. honker face. And so it's just he's a dead ringer for this. Uh, hey, maybe it's the same guy. Who knows? Um. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. There, there's there, also here's another here's another example of a non non joke. Yeah. So Pinhead's asking for Stan Helsing, and yes. the the you know the guy's like, oh well, he's not here right now. And so so Pinhead's like, well, what do we do now? And some yeah. woman hands him her baby. <laughs> And and nothing happens. Uh, Excuse me, Eric. Fart noises happen. The baby sounds like it's farting. That's that's I guess the bit. I was expecting. And then he, but he doesn't acknowledge it though. I was expecting like, oh shit! Now we're gonna get some monster bits where like he eats the baby or like throws the baby across the store. Like, some, like that could have, that would have been funny, right? Like, the, yeah, like just yeah, if, throws if, the if, baby if, down and stomps on it, like a, a fucking like bad doll replacement baby. Like that would have been yeah. funny. And then he, everyone, or screams. even just kind of like looks at the camera and just like just toss it over his shoulder and does a shrug, yeah. like just anything yeah. to 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 solidify <laughs> in our heads that these are monsters. But at this point, yeah. all we know is that they look like monsters and they want uh, Stan's flesh. That's it. They have done nothing monstrous. Yeah. At all. And, at and then Pinhead just takes the air out of the scene by just looking and says, well, I guess I'll get some hot tamales. Like, 
And then that's the end of the scene. It's so fucking, it's so fuck. it's such a throwaway scene. And speaking of throwaway scenes... We Are we return. talking about the next 30 minutes of the movie when they're in the car? <laughs> yeah. Oh, snap, Teddy. Milf alert, 3 o'clock. Oh. You're so gross. What? What? Oh, oh, Teddy. Teddy, there's a milf alert, 3 o'clock. You think I don't know what that means? What's a milk alert? And the child has a doll that turns out to be Chucky, and he yeah he he's horny, and he does was, like was, suck off motions, and like was, flashes his ass. Was 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 Chucky giving that kid a BJ? Because like <laughs> the framing suggests that. Am I wrong? Honestly, the framing like, suggested when, that when he goes back. It, like after he does the ass slapping, if he had gone back to his original position and there was a loop sound, like that would have made the scene. Like that would have been the yeah. joke, you know? Because, but because the kid, like you see the little doll in the foreground, and the kid's like smiling, and the kid like moves its the, his hands, and then the doll moves up from the laugh to turn towards the cam, from the laugh to turn towards the camera, and I'm like. Mr. Bazinga, what are you doing? What is this? What what are we Mr. what are we fucking watching? Here? Did you guys see that? What another MILF? No! In the MILF's van! That doll! Mimed a blowjob and started smacking his ass. Okay, the 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 peanut juice made me smile. Um, <laughs> and, and at this point I have not laughed. Prune brothers! I, <laughs> prune, I haven't shit in like Get five over here and fuck the shit out of me! So um Okay. So the part, so like they're driving, and it's all filler. Nothing's happening, and suddenly, a truck swerves in front of them, and the doors open, and it's just full of hanging bodies. And that yeah. was supposed to be like, whoa, scary, and it made me laugh because but- <laughs> it was so fucking stupid and so out of nowhere. Unless this is again a spoof of spoof movies, because there it's it's like right on when you're supposed to have a rising action moment. Yeah, and it's a it's such a non tension scene, and no one is playing it straight. Right, like everyone's just like ah, oh my god, yeah. and even Keenan Thompson's delivery got a smile out of me because he says I'm flooring it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, we got to get around this truck. It's full of dead bodies. So yeah. instead of just stopping, you know, so they're like, yeah. oh, we have or to get around this truck. Or turning around or so doing they, anything. They start yeah. driving alongside the truck and pleather, pleather face, <laughs> pleather face is yeah. driving it. And it's, it's leather face, but his face is uh, a, it's like a design bag. What the hell is driving that truck? Looks like a purse I bought in Tijuana. Oh, great. Now he's speeding up. Yeah, this is this starts a series of things where none of this matters no. for the movie. And it's so ridiculous. Like, Joel, there yeah. are about three scenes in this whole movie with things that matter to the rest of the movie. <laughs> None of it matters. It's a fucking non sequitur. It's a cartoon. 
So, yeah. so he pulls out a joint, he lights it up, and cool guy music starts. What are you doing? Medicating myself, man. That was a really stressful situation back there. I need to settle the nerves. Okay. It's my mom's van. Because, like, weed is dangerous and illegal and, like, cool. Hey, it's 2009, baby. That was so hardcore. It's and so naughty and, and, and like, the girls are, like, oh, so impressed. Like, oh, my God. So bad. And, like, huh? Keenan <laughs> is the only one who's, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is my mom's van, bud. And then he just fucking does it. And then Stan, the joke, the real joke of the scene is that Stan Helsing talks with a low voice for a little bit for some reason. And that's it. Yeah, they, well, and then they, they're driving they, down the road, and there's smoke coming out of the car. And, and it's it's clearly Bazenga might have the brain of a twelve year old, because yeah, he thinks that you get instantly high. Like oh, we yeah. don't even do like a cut to later sort of thing, which would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been a humorous take on this, where they're smoking yeah. it and then cut to later, cars full of smoke and they're all baked. That would have been funny, but no. They're still passing it. They're passing this thing around, and they're immediately high. Yeah, in, and, and like, then in it, the most stereotypical way. Too. <laughs> I should check. <laughs> what the hell was that? The car hits what they believe is a baby bear. <laughs> the, yep, that. <laughs> I, I skipped ahead in my notes. This is my third big laugh. Is this in okay. my third big laugh? Is in this scene? Okay, I we may have shared a laugh on this one. So okay, yeah, set uh, us up. So th they they hit this what they think is a baby bear. Turns out it's a dog, and yeah, uh, Mia tries to help the dog with massage. And that made me laugh because there's a part the where she's like, she's like massaging this dead dog and like lightly massaging a dog. And that part actually like got me. Yeah. Um, after, after the boys are shamed into leaving the car and Stan has to be like, they're going to call us pussies if we don't go. It just hard cuts to Mia gently shiatsuing the dead so, dog. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's how... I would have made it an actual better joke. So, okay. so first, Keenan says massage isn't medicine. Which like, <laughs> yeah, which is very nice. What the very fuck? nice. Like, what the fuck? Who hurt you, Bo? Like, who fucking yeah. hurt you that you're like doing that? Instead, she should have been into chiropractic because chiropractic is not medicine. And instead, if ah. she had gone over to this dog on the ground <laughs> and it was yelping and then she did chiropractic and broke its neck, that would have been funny. That would have, <laughs> that would have been really good. That would have been That's a, a joke, very good joke. Right? That would have Wait, like, I can do this. I'm a healer. Yeah. Snap. Yeah, just like, get a good yelp out yeah, of the dog that, and, and then, then just that would have made that would have added to the scene. Very boy. It's my Sammy boy. Oh shit. Oh my baby boy. Daddy's here now. <laughs> Sorry, Daddy, but I think he's gone. 
You may be gone to see devil like you. <laughs> Help me up. But I'm gonna take him home. I'm not gonna fix him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We're gonna get you for this. I'm gonna take Samuel home, make him better, and then we're gonna hunt you down and make you feel what it's like to have your bones broke and your insides ripped out. Now would be a good time to get out of here. So just after uh, they they drove away from killing the dog. They see a yes. spooky hitchhiker, and Keenan does the thing where he's like, "Hey, man!" <laughs> like everyone's scared. They're like, "No way are we picking him up." Keenan does the thing yeah. where he's like, "Hey, man!" As a black guy who's tried to catch rides before, I know how hard it is. Let's stop for him. Mm-hmm. Stop for him. And Joel, did you see who that was? Huh. He did look familiar. Did he? But because did... we worked with him, Joel. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that you... is Travis McDonald, the man Holy who sh- we had to shake shake him because he was getting killed with a rebar into a fucking power box in the Taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he looks so familiar, but it wasn't registering to me. Yeah, that's Travis Holy McDonald. Sh- so whoa. So he hops in the car, and it got real for me. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Also, came out. This movie came out and was slash made around the same time uh, as when we worked with him. So like, oh, that makes sense because this was all filmed in canada right and remember he was like yeah my big break is like good i'm gonna go work oh, on this dan hilsing thing right remember God. Yeah. yeah yeah so his well, big break was like go and work on this big movie that, that was gonna be like scary movie i remember him talking about that so holy shit yeah so fucking blast from the past uh <laughs> travis McDonald. that's so what a weird coincidence <laughs> isn't that insane so that is insane. It, this also is uh, laugh number five for me. Uh, me too. Is this scene? So he gets it... in the car, and mm-hmm. <laughs> we see his face, and he has a swastika <laughs> on the tip of his nose. Yes, and yes. that yes, that made me laugh really hard. Like that somebody. I don't think. I, I don't think that's a B- Mr. Bazinga line. No. That might be a writer's room thing where people sat down and was like, what is the funniest place for a swastika? Yeah. And they got they got the answer exactly right. Of his nose. So he is basically like a uh, Charles Manson character. Um, and he's got a swastika on the tip of his nose. And he's like really uh, unhinged. And they start driving and, like, it comes out that he is an escaped felon and a murderous <laughs> racist. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, uh, I was convicted of the torture and murder of two nursing students. Oh, my God. My mom's a nurse. Not, not around uh, here, though. Not, not around Linwood at all. <laughs> yeah, anyways, he was bullshit. Suffocated her with a pillow. Oh, healthy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, anyways, her roommate witnessed it, and I had taken some acid, so it wigged oh. out, you know, and the next thing I knew, room was full of body parts. <laughs> anyway, who's got some weed? I got the nose of a bloodhound. <laughs> and he's really good. Hey, you know what? Just, just not just because we know him. Dude was dude is no. funny. He sold. He that was sold, fun. He sold that he fucking he's the he's maybe he he is by far the, like doing the best of any of the monsters that they encounter. Oh yeah. Well, and that's the crazy thing. It, and then this shows the different levels of effort because one of the things that makes this feel like a parody of spoof movies is the lack of fucks given at any time by anyone between by basically any of the main yeah any anybody especially the main cast. Keenan Thompson's just showing up to kind of squint at the camera. Yeah, the guy who plays Stan Helsing, he tries sometimes, but other times he's just whatever. And the two girls are like, "Yeah, we're better than this," and they are. are and they? mm, their careers aren't great, but <laughs> um, but Travis oh. clearly, per our knowledge of him thought this was his break and so he went hard oh absolutely. and he did it he yeah he he that, he pulls it off he pulls it off really man. well yeah isn't that crazy <laughs> that's that, so crazy I, i'm surprised you didn't notice because i was when when i first texted you about the movie i was like hey when you watch this movie look out for someone familiar i you know what that's crazy to me i i we are both really good at playing the that guy game in movies i i i take my hat (laughs) and i throw it at your feet and i i bow to your superior recollection straight up like arthur reynolds came through town recently and i was telling him about this project and how we were going to start with this movie and he's like dude travis is in that movie it's in the top 100 (laughs) worst ever and i was like yeah Yeah. man he's like oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh man so uh another reason why this is exactly a fucking cartoon um Mm -hmm. the way they get rid of this man is they press a cartoon style button that that <laughs> throws his seat back and opens the trunk. Well, so they they stop they stop for gas and directions, I guess. But like again, nothing to set up when you, if you're listening to this at home. And you're wondering how we're having such difficulty with the plot of this movie. Watch the movie and see if you can figure out what's going on. Because they show up to a gas station. I'm like, oh, this is where they're going to build in more Texas Chainsaw Massacre stuff. Because it looks like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre gas station. But instead of it's 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 a hippie and... She's being weird at them yeah, for yeah. no which, reason. Which is like, fear of hippies is a pretty old thing. Like, that that was not in in 2009. Like, fear of hippies no. is like a 1970s sort of yeah. thing. You know, like, what's the joke? <laughs> Halloween, right. Halloween. We don't participate in those pagan rituals around here. 
Oh, well, I'm a Baptist, so we just kind of sort of play along. Play along. <laughs> and, but the thing that they do, that Mr. Bazinga does bring in, is the only plot point that ties Stan Helsing to Van Helsing is he walks into a room and a obviously coded Native American man poisoned him is like, you are a thing of legend, on, here's Joel. the story. Hang on, hang on. Before okay. that even happens, though, was yet another, uh, maybe in your opinion, a uh, missed joke on purpose. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Because they start walking into the gas station, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and they show an establishing shot that there is a, a very coded... <laughs> A Native American man working the front desk. The first person who walks into the gas station is Nadine, who is dressed as a slutty Native American. <laughs> yeah. And it cuts to him, and his mouth drops open. And I thought, yeah. oh, here we go. Nadine's finally going to get her comeuppance. Yeah. No. No. He, absolutely she, not. He waits for her to pass and then goes, wait. You're Van Helsing. And if that was on purpose, like you think, that is yeah. genius. <laughs> oh, that I, is a genius move. You. Who? You. Me? Van Helsing. No, man, Stan. My name. My name's Stan Helsing. How did you know my last name? Not Stan Van. Well, and again, it could be because... You know, Mr. Bazinga obviously has some knowledge of horror movies because what a fucking classic trope is the 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 magical native man oh, yes, who knows yeah. the backstory for some reason of everything yeah. that's happening. And he just goes, you're Stan Helsing. Here's this book. Oh, your friends in the bathroom. I'm going to change a coffee pot so I well, can masturbate. Dude, like, it's so well, like, OK, so before that even happens, like. Here, here's why I think that you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that that Bo is a charlatan and a fucking grifter, and he's not a brilliant man. So oh, no. While, yeah. while this uh, magical Native American man is going through this book and showing Stan that, that he this is what magical man he's related to, it yeah. cuts to a ton of public domain footage. <laughs> like horror movies from the 1920s. Yeah. Which Stan Helsing action. But like has nothing to do with Van Helsing at all. It's just shots from from like old horror and and like it just feels like the move of someone who is desperate, has no money and has no taste. Yes, and I think that is a very good description of Mr. Bazinga. I'm again, it is the split feeling in me of is it was there an attempt was Bazinga during one of his Bazinga baller nights thinking that he could spoof spoof movies and then he just made something that was trash because the pitch master could only get $350,000 for this fucking shit. <laughs> not that, a good was in- that the budget. Yes, that is not a good indication of his ability to pitch if that is all no. the funding he could bring to bear. That is, to, an that is a cheap budget. movie. That is yeah. an incredibly low budget. 
which I don't understand at $350,000 how you afford Liam Neeson and Keenan Thompson unless it's Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson just doesn't care. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> I would a thousand percent be behind this movie if that character was played by Liam Neeson instead of <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Uh, that would have made this movie. <laughs> just. <laughs> way way too serious Super oh my serious god serious with the lipstick and the wig we'll get to yeah. it we'll get to it yeah but so so, so, but so yeah. Mia go she just decides she's gonna go change okay you guys be totally honest does my vagina make me look fat oh my god what is No. Okay. Yeah, it is it is masturbatory, which is fitting for what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as Stan goes to urinate and we have oh, this a generally prod- problematic scene. <laughs> dude, just unbelievably problematic. So is 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 Bazinga one of Mr. Bazinga? Is he one of the most racist filmmakers that have been allowed to make movies in our lifetime? Boy, we'll we'll find out on on <laughs> our show, The Descent, as we go yeah. through IMDb's 100 worst movies. <laughs> 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 we'll have to have a tally of like who is the top like most racist director yeah. <laughs> in our opinion as we go. So far, yeah. Bazenga is number one for this fucking trash. With a spoof of typical native chanting, drums too. and chanting. Oh, yeah, because there's the drums, and then somebody just going like, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. God, it's like, dude, it it's almost like a Family Guy. Joke, yeah, I was to about to say that sounded very Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he looks through the. There's a peephole, and the 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 Native American guy is jacking off while watching Stan P. So Stan flips out, runs out, is like, we got to get out of here. And then the the lady, the, the hippie lady is like, I got a shotgun. You better pay me. And then they're all like, ooh, ah. And then, you know, chase yeah. continues. is what would have happened if the SAG strike fucking failed. Exactly. If the SAG strike failed and all the execs were like, no, fuck you, we're going to do everything with AI now, Mm -hmm. this is what we would have. 
Yeah, yeah. Mel Brooks does monster movie parody. That's it. That's what this AI script would have done. Sequels of sequels of sequels of sequels continued. Well, and then because what what's next after the after the they 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 roll into Stormy Night Estates. Westgate. Well, why don't you hit it with a little WD-40 where my chainsaw sticks? That always does the trick. You're welcome. This is a plot point that they set up and there's no payoff or further explanation. Somewhere around this area, there was a, a fire that burned down a movie studio. And that is the lightest tapestry of what is... The plot of this movie is that the studio burned down and somehow that made monsters real in this gated community, but also outside sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And like just now, you know, it happened in 1999 and now just suddenly like there are there are bad knockoff monsters running around. Um, oh and oh and oh yeah. fuck yeah no like this next bit is is just the this is just low uh they look over and Michael Jackson is handing out dick-shaped ice cream <laughs> to children out of an ice cream truck yeah yeah and the joke is they look and they're like yeah, that's happening. Like that's the bit. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The, tru- the truck drives away, and that's the joke. But if if you're making a spoof of a spoof movie, that seems pretty appropriate, doesn't it? No, doesn't it, Eric? <laughs> no, Joel. I'm not giving you this one. Well, it's funny to me because I saw an interview with Mr. Bazinga, and. The interviewer actually gave him flack for this mm. because I think Michael Jackson died right around there. Oh. Yeah, he died like Whatever, right man. around like, this this movie like, got released. And then Mr. Bazinga was like, hey, comedy plus strategy equals time. By the time this movie comes out, people are going to think it's funny. And it's like, maybe if you made a joke in there. Yeah, but no, like, Mr. Bazinga. Michael Jackson, one of the fucking main monsters. Yeah, or like, do do anything other than <laughs> dick, dick lollipop and it's, children. It's and it's also like it's just like it's just bad. It's just like it's just ugh. It's it is very bad. So bad. And it's, and it's an odd. It's one of the only things they actually call back in the script, which is. Perfect. And I also love that this is the thing that the interviewer wanted to call Mr. Bazinga out for, because there are other things in this movie that I think are worse than pig poking fun at Michael Jackson. Well, like, no one cares. Like, okay, except for, like, hardcore fans of Michael Jackson who still think that he didn't rape children. Um, Yeah. No one cares if you poke fun at Michael Jackson it's just, it's yeah. just in, it's, it's a bad, it's bad taste. It's just a bad, it's not a good joke. Like, no. if you're going to go with some like weird fucked up shit, might as well make it funny. 
Like, yeah. like be a little bit more subtle about it. Let let people discover what's happening instead of just being like as straightforward as possible. It, oh, and this I'm this is the too part much of from Bazinga. Oh, and this is the this is the point of the movie where any any attempt really by me to metatextualize this movie and be like, ooh, maybe it's a brilliant subversion of the genre. This no, starts to break the, apart. Yeah. <laughs> well, because starting with the starting with the CG crow making stripper jokes and spit on it and twist it or whatever, and Michael Jackson just handing out dick shaped lollipops, we now get into a a long sequence of so little. Bar. Yeah, because they're they're just going around and they're like, "Oh my god, we found a bar in this gated community." Because that's what happens in gated communities is they find a a, a, a fucking like country western style bar with a bunch of hicks yeah because that's who lives in gated communities right uh having karaoke night and leslie nielsen is in a dress damn uh now what can i do for you menus no menus we make everything here great well i'll have three cheeseburgers for here one to go extra mayo french fries and a triple chocolate shake Ed, would you like that on an IV? It's quicker. All right, Witches and Warlocks, that was part one. Again, look forward to part two, coming to our Patreon, and then eventually coming to the internet along with 